0: Hi, and welcome to Rescuing Churches. If you love pastoral life, ministry, and church revitalization, this is a great place to join the discussion about why the local church matters, how we can help the ones that are in decline, and be an encouragement to their pastors along the way. We'll even get to hear stories from special guests about what God is doing in the church at large. This show is hosted by two guys who serve the local church and is for everyone within the local church. Thanks for tuning in today. Let's go. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of rescuing churches where it is always a great adventure discussing church revitalization and pastoral life my name's josh that's my dad stan hey everybody and silent partner mike is here man in the at mission control and dad today we're going to talk about stuff how much i frustrate you and you frustrate me mostly the second because i work
1: in the media world of
0: church communications
1: and we insensitive pastors are constantly piling on top of you at the very last second things that we would like for you to do to fix our world and make it better
0: that's what i should have titled this uh blog post and this episode yep i think that's a great title Pastors piling on. Yes, that's that's what we're going to talk about. Premium example, actually, this morning in this morning's worship service at our church of you were of us reversing a song at the last minute, and we're going to talk about.
1: Now that's not that hard.
0: But that didn't relate to to me. It, it related a little bit to our digital media operator, though, who had to know. Okay, we're going to jump to this song and then back to this song. Correct. So the digital media operator had to be made aware of that before. Because the
1: we use we use an old school PowerPoint that's, yes, that's we linear. Do. So you don't just click on whatever you you know, whatever you want to yet you right. you're following a pattern.
0: Yep. So exactly. we're, we're a little bit old school so in that. You gotta be a little bit flexible and adaptable, which will come into play
1: here in this yep. in this one. You titled this Ten Simple Ways to Avoid Frustration as a digital media operator during the service, meaning the staff. Everybody that participates in the service tends to frustrate you at times, and all the digital media people, uh, all the time, if we're not careful. And when that happens, you're given some advice to help not to be frustrated. Just relax and take it easy. That's right. And roll with the, roll with the flow.
0: I think if if anybody has ever worked in the church media world and the church comms world and been behind a computer screen for any duration of time, especially during a live worship production, then this is something that they've had to deal with. Um, they've some, It's something that they've had to work through. There's a lot of pressure that can go with the job, especially like for us here at Northside, we have our once a month testimonies on the lawn event. right? Um, and if you're managing the digital media for that, you're in the tech booth, you've got, you know, Upwards of eighty to hundred, or sometimes a hundred plus people in the sanctuary, live band, music transitions, video transitions, lyric transitions, and all yeah. that stuff happening. And guest
1: speakers, guests, oh yeah, guest yeah. singers, guest musicians, yep, guest bands. So they're oh, yeah. not used to the sound. Everybody's trying to figure everybody out
0: exactly. And and they're not. They may not even be used to the software you're running at your church, and Completely. they bring in something different, and okay. you're having to convert and adapt and all that good stuff. Right. So you got to be ready for all that before you even get into the groove.
1: Yeah, so here's some simple ways to avoid being stressed out.
0: In the middle of the live worship event as it's going on. Exactly.
1: Number one, you say be flexible and adaptable. My chiropractor said the exact same thing to me (laughs) in my last meeting. Be flexible and adaptable. This is good advice for every minister at every level of every church. Yes, it is. The ladies in the nursery all the way to the sound booth, to the pastors, be flexible and adaptable. What are you talking about there?
0: Yeah. So anybody, like you say, with seasoned ministry experience, really from any vantage point in ministry is, is going to tell you this. And it's something that just comes from experience. I've had to learn it because I've been doing this, as you know, since high school. So, you know, right there, somewhere around the 10th grade, I started playing with your stuff and had to learn, um, you know, sometimes when I'm working on this, it's going to change at the last minute. I'm going to get it set the way that I want it and the way I think it needs to be. And then Friday night or Saturday night, we're going to change title of the sermon or we're going to change two of the the headings in the middle of the sermon or something like that. Right. The whole sermon. We're just (laughs) going to hit delete and start over. Um, so, A lot of times stuff like that's going to happen. You're going to have a soloist who was scheduled to sing and they're going to cancel at the last minute. You're going to have somebody change their mind about the order of the songs, kind of like we did this morning. Um, you're going to have a video that you're going to have to drop in before the service, or or a video that doesn't work right. Yeah, before we've the had, service. we've had
1: you know some of our musicians in our small little band not show up, and it changes how we or singers not show up, and they're sort of the key person to that yes, song.
0: Yes, yes. So the very
1: last second, we realize, hey, we got to drop that and throw something in. Right. So it's it's a there's a lot of ways to. Deal with that, but flexible is the big part of that. Yeah. We have to really be flexible. Yeah, you and
0: ha- have, have to maintain an attitude of flexibility and be able to not just be flexible, but then adapt in the moment. So after that particular issue happens, adapt to it. And if the, if the pastor or worship leader says, hey, we're going to do this song instead, make it happen.
1: Yeah, do, um, do the best you can. Yep. And, and in a large church setting— you, you wouldn't necessarily have that. You're going to have backup singers that can cover that role. Sure, You're going exactly. to have a backup musician that can cover that. Oh, yeah. The – most pastors in large churches, their media people know what they're doing a month ahead. Oh yeah. And they're already way, way ahead. They're already, you know, they've already got the graphics and planned and oh yeah. You know, all that set up. But in a small church your pastor just doesn't have the resources, time, uh-huh. staffing to help make all that free time to make that happen. Exactly. So, sometimes on a Saturday afternoon, I'm just speaking out of hypothetical. Yeah. Sometimes on a Saturday afternoon, when he's reading that very last commentary to make sure that what he's preaching on is something encouraging. Some new idea comes into his head, some new thought yeah. that the Lord places on him. He's like, and you just get filled with that, and you go, "Man, this is excellent. I need to include that in the notes that I've already sent." Yeah, to my media guy,
0: or I need to make a whole new sermon. <laughs> right, right, and just make make something new off of exactly. that. Exactly. But I, I will say, especially in those live worship events where you're dealing, you're juggling it in the moment. Uh, even if you press media operators, especially it's, it's usually the music. If you have something like a song that's not there, even if you have to revert back to a generic welcome slide or title graphic, that's, right. that's okay. Right. Just let it be what it is. Sure. And, and it, hopefully it's a song that most of the
1: folks know and Can pick up and yeah, go, sure. It'll, it'll just go. Just it'll be what it is. Yep. So number two, you say if you have a slide guide, which for us is a printout. Yep. Print it well ahead of the service. We use we still use PowerPoint, and and our media team that works with that really likes to have a printed sheet with the, all the slides on it. Right.
0: Most most of the volunteer yeah. staff,
1: because I'm I as
0: the I'm the comms guy. But and this this will make sense just for the pastors and people that are listening to this. I, I am the comms guy. And most of the time, if it were me back there running slides, I wouldn't even worry about that printout because I have it on my my iPad. And you you
1: also were the one that
0: made it. And I'm the one that made it. So 90% of it's in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have volunteers. Since I'm also one of the guitarists in the band and I'm on stage during the worship, um, we have volunteers that run the media during the music portion of the service. And so they're only comfortable running it if they have something printed that they can look at and sure, have numbers, numbers mm-hmm. they can jump to if they need to go back to a course or something like that. So if you've got those kind of people in your church who are running your media for you and they're only comfortable that way, be sensitive to that, print it, but print it well ahead of the service right. because there really is nothing more stressful for you or for them mm-hmm. than printing it. Three minutes before you're supposed to start, all that kind of stuff. And and by the way, I was
1: thinking thinking through this too. If the printing is costly because we it's color copies for us, and sure, or if that's just complicated. If you're a small church and you're using, you know, you're putting ink in your printer all the time and that kind of deal. If you buy a little inexpensive fifty dollar tablet, ten inch tablet, you can put you can send it to the an email address for that tablet that's designated just for that person, right? and they're actually looking at the exact same thing on a tablet. They're seeing seeing the big picture. So that would be a cost-saving way to do that, really. In the long run, it would be cost-saving. So number three, you say make sure your team and fellow staff members are prepared. Yeah, if
0: you have somebody who is, and this is especially if you're the communications director and you're handling a team of of uh, media personnel. If you have somebody who's designated to like make the announcements at the top of the service, which is going to be accompanied by media that you or someone else made, make sure that that person is ready and knows their role ahead of time. Um, like if somebody's going to be given an update on the missions team and there's going to be pictures on the screen or something like that, make sure that you coordinate and chat with that person um, ahead of time. And don't wait until the last second to see. If your media matches what they're going to be talking about, right? Because there is nothing more embarrassing than like a missionary getting up to give a report on something and your media coming up on the screen and it not even being remotely close to what they're talking about. It's, it's some other missionary. It's another country in
1: Africa and you're in Mexico. you're, you're in the wrong
0: country and that kind of stuff happens. Sure. Sure. I'm in a group on Facebook of hundreds of thousands of church communicators that tell hilarious, funny stories about that kind of stuff all the time. Right? Um, you'll never guess what happened at to church today. And it's you know, hey, so and so, our assistant pastor got up to talk about this family, and I pulled up a picture of a completely different family. You know, <laughs> and it's that's great. it's a, they're even of <laughs> a, of a whole different background and different story and different everything. And we thought it was going to be this, and it was really this. Right? You know, and and I, these are bigger churches and all that kind of stuff. So that's funny make sure you meet with your team beforehand and
1: that you're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. Number four, arrive early to the church to rehearse slides with the band. If possible, if the band's got to practice ahead of time, you want to get there and go through them. Yes. At least look over them. Yes. I've found that it helps to have somebody a little bit musically adept to help with slides when you're doing music. Right. Right. Exactly. They don't know how the song's going to go. If they don't realize, Hey, there's a repeat chorus and, Mm -hmm. We're probably going back to the bridge or the chorus, or we're going right. bridge to chorus to chorus to chorus to chorus. Yeah,
0: if you're lucky enough to, chorus, to have, to chorus, yeah. if you're lucky enough for your that your slide operator, your your media manager is is musically inclined, mm-hmm. um, then that's great. Um, if not, hopefully it's somebody in your church who knows the music that you do pretty well and if if they know your songs well then they know okay the worship pastor know how the song goes the yeah. worship pastor usually goes back to the chorus here yeah um so th- so that they're able to follow along and stuff like that um, and that
1: might be a really good note for whoever's running the media during song presentation maybe listen to them that week on the get, make sure they get into the band's list of songs that they're practicing so they can listen to them ahead of time so they at least have a general idea of how they're going exactly yeah exactly. so Uh, Number five is one of my favorite ones. Uh, Pay attention. If you're in the media world, please pay attention. As a pastor, I'd just like to say that, you know, when you stand up to make the opening announcements or opening welcome to your service and the sound guy is looking at his phone, talking to somebody in the sound booth, uh, talking to somebody behind him, uh, totally not looking at the stage it's challenging because he's not turning anything on, and you realize you're completely waiting on him, but he's in his own little world back Yeah, here. he's in the Twilight Zone. Not that that ever happens. Own little world.
0: Um, it, it really does kind of sound—I was thinking about this point, actually, when I, when I wrote this. It really sounds very— elementary mm-hmm. almost, you know, I mean, it, it sounds like something that your your teacher told you were, <laughs> right. you were like the fourth grade, you know, pay sure. attention class. Good, good advice. Right. But it's really one of the best pieces of advice you can give to your digital media operator, because in the middle of a live worship service, like, you know, I, like I'm talking, not just a Sunday morning worship service, but especially if you're doing a worship event, like our testimonies on the lawn event that we were talking about a minute ago, there's, there's dozens of distractions that can be happening in the room at any given time. And it can be very easy to get lost or overwhelmed, especially if you're a, 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 an individual who's not used to running digital media. Right. If you're just a volunteer right. or at, at your smaller church um, and you're just doing this every once in a while and you kind of haven't gotten in a rhythm yet or something like that, it's it's very easy to get distracted or if you're like me and you're an epileptic and you just have a seizure in the middle of running <laughs> yeah. live slides for a that. We've had that, that can actually happen. So, sure. The last thing that you really want is to wind up three slides behind the worship band, Mm -hmm. barring seizures or anything dramatic like that, Mm -hmm. and be scrambling to find that slide or some kind of bullet point for the sermon or something like that. And you can avoid a lot
1: of that if you'll actually just pay attention and be present in the moment. Right. Yes. Keep keep track with what's happening in the service. Even try to look ahead as to what. Yeah, you know, potentially yeah. is coming and 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 just like what you just like
0: your example. Don't get distracted by text messages or games on your phone or that kind of thing. It's very easy back <laughs> yeah. there when the pastor is preaching. Right. Sometimes to get distracted by another device or a conversation with
1: somebody in the sound booth or and and I've gone back there sure. dur- during with another pastor preaching. I've gone back there and asked you to do something for me. That was probably a huge violation of everything we're talking about here. Oh,
0: massive violation yeah. of protocol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <But> it's okay. <laughs> the,
1: yeah, I mean, just a few You're Wednesday. the lead
0: pastor, so I can't fire you.
1: That's right. I and mean, your dad, too. And a few Wednesday nights ago, I, you know, I really thought as the service was going, man, when we have our prayer time at the end of this, I really need these pictures on my phone. Right. On the deal. I had never deal. thought about it that, that day. Yeah. So it just. Thought hit about it during service. In the middle of the service. So I did mm-hmm. go put a little pressure on you and to pull it off. Oh, yeah. But you did. You did. I did. You did a I good it job. Happen. But it is a stressful thing. It goes back to that. You know, the number one thing of, you know, relax, relax, Everybody's gonna be okay. relax and try to adapt in the situation, right. be flexible and adapt. And you did a good job with that. So, but it sometimes we come up with these things at the last minute and if you can pull it off, you can, if you, if you can't, can, then you, you can't. Can. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, number six, check your tech before the service, check your tech before the service. So this is really important just to kind of make sure you got all the bugs out of it and everything's working now i can tell you that there was that whole i don't remember how many four or five years of our church world when we had a little different sound setup than we have now we have a we call it the penalty box in the back now but it's our sound booth and uh elevated sound booth in the back of the church but when a lot of the stuff was run from the front row and we had that little box up there with everything i could come in and load a video and practice it Ten times before church started, and it would play perfectly. Whether it was a digital video, a DVD, whatever I was doing, everything worked great. And then during the service, when it was time it to hit the work. go button, it would just sit there and either freeze yep. or it just the switcher wouldn't switch to it or oh, yeah. whatever. And it was one of the I remember that we went that through that for for a long time. A I long get real <laughs> anxious. I like man, I have this great video illustration that goes with my point. And it's not going to work and for you. Gonna, so I'm going to maybe describe it to you. But it's not nearly the same as watching it. So, yep, exactly. but check your tech before the service is real, real important. Yeah, um, there, there's a lot of a lot of frustrations you can
0: avoid if you'll actually troubleshoot your technology before you actually get into the worship service instead of dealing with it in the middle of the service. Um, you know, for a lot of smaller churches, they're running like Facebook Live right now is a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if you know that you could potentially have a problem with that or a problem with the device that you're using, check it out first and and make sure that you're going to be okay there. You know, do a little bit of troubleshooting. Aim for quality in your work, and you can't you're not going to be able to predict every little thing that's going to happen. Which goes back to adapt and be flexible, uh, because that's just how technology is. But you can always strive for excellence. So make sure you, you check your technology That's out. Good.
1: That's good. And then you say develop good rapport and communication skills with your fellow AV, AVL and media staff. And I would also say with your pastors.
0: Yeah, with everybody on <laughs> staff, really. Everybody, but yeah. specifically within the comms world, which is where we are right now. You're all bunched up in that little box. Right. Depending on the size and the layout of your church, you're probably going to be working in very close proximity to other tech personnel During the service, during worship events and things like that. And if you're tasked with running the digital media, you're probably literally going to be standing or sitting just a couple of feet from other sound, lighting, audio, visual people. Um, And that's a really good thing because it can help develop um, teamwork um, and good synergy. But it can also mean there will be occasional moments of friction or tension Mm -hmm. just because that's Mm -hmm. how the work world is. and we're not going to pretend that the church work world is different than the work world out in the world sometimes, because exactly. sometimes there is communication breakdown or misunderstandings. We're all human beings and everybody is just going to have to have really good communication when they're in those kind of situations. So, um, try to remember that, uh, the enemy would love to get a foothold in that kind of situation. Oh, absolutely. Um, don't let that happen. Have patience. Um, you know, take a deep breath, And try to develop harmony. And, you know, I threw Colossians 4, 6 in here. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Mm, You'll be really, really, really surprised at how many frustrations you can actually avoid as a digital media operator if you'll just exercise
1: good Christ-like communication. Yeah, don't be edgy. Don't be on edge. Don't be be snippy. You know, and if somebody's critical or... Looking at you frustrated, just relax. Relax and try to figure, it, with out. It, figure yeah. it out. Figure yeah. it out together. Yeah. And a bonus right. note always listen more than you speak. Exactly. Exactly. Take care of yourself mentally. Number eight, take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Yeah. This is a little bit of preaching to the choir
0: moment for me here uh, because I've been known to not do this very well. Stamp um, way too late. Right. And be fussed at for it. So, um, what, what I'll say here just, you know, advice wise is none of us in the ministry are indestructible despite what we might think. And a lot of us who are, are who are in the ministry at any level tend to think that we are. Um, and that's where we get into trouble. So make sure you have adequate sleep, proper hydration, appropriate sustenance, healthy emotional support, schedule plenty of time in between services where you can kind of rest and relax if possible. And especially for those of us that are in the church comms, media and tech world side of all this, take breaks from your electronic devices. So get a little bit of break from your screen time in that's between, yeah. in between services. I have to do that. You know, now that we're running a morning and an evening service, mm-hmm. I just have to break away a little bit. You know, that's why I want the set list for the evening service, you know, right. As soon as I can have it. Cause I want to go ahead and get that going. Right. Um, but do things that will help keep you healthy and energized nobody knows your body better than god and sometimes something as simple as like a relaxing walk you know around the block or taking a friend with you and going for a a walk Mm -hmm. can be a very healthy emotional recharge uh, before you get into your
1: next event yeah good that's good so take care of yourself physically so that you're a better support system for the ministry overall. Exactly. Stay organized. Number nine, stay organized.
0: Yeah, and this, again, kind of sounds like something really elementary or maybe, you know, your mom fussing at you or something like that. <laughs> or have or advice for the
1: whole staff, <laughs> not just the media staff. Right,
0: yeah. right. Um, but there's really a reason for this, and, you know— a, a, a sloppy tech booth. We, again, we call ours the penalty box here at our church. But a really sloppy tech booth or work environment is the quickest way for there to be frustration and stress, not only to your life but the life of other people around you. You know, um, you know. I think of the the classic scene from the first Jurassic Park movie where you know the guy has the horribly messy workstation and you know they go over there and try to solve the problem in the middle of the movie and it's just like how does anybody work here you know he's just got piles and piles of stuff everywhere and it's like you don't want to be that guy or that girl who's known for having that you know, happen. So if you relax your standards for cleanliness and efficiency and stuff, you're going to be losing important stuff, you know, documents, flash drives, Mm -hmm. um, slide guides, you'll be spilling coffee
1: on your computer or something. Important notes that somebody handed you for the service.
0: Yeah. Something's going to happen. So be neat, be orderly, and it'll avoid frustration for you and
1: your fellow AVL people. Yeah. And number 10, which is last but not least, and the first shall be last. This should be all the way through all of them. Yep. it really is the most important one is exactly. pray. pray. Pray, pray,
0: pray. Yes. A lot. Yes, yes. Please pray. Pray by yourself, pray with your team. Ask God to usher your congregation into his presence so that you can all experience a true sense of worship. Um, free from distraction, any of the distractions that are happening in the room whether it's technical or otherwise. Um, and I put James 5, 16 in here. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective.
1: Yeah. And as a, as a pastor, I would say, you know, Josh keeps keeps me very aware of how the media and digital media during the service, the live media team is so valuable to us as a church, even a small church. We're a small church, um, but I'm learning that uh, we need to support those guys and we need to do all we can to not stress them out. Uh, even though they're going to be flexible and adaptable, they're going to be praying, they're going to be prepared, they're going to be paying attention. Yeah, uh, sometimes sometimes the praying is actually begging, please
0: God, let him send me those sermon notes by Friday, that's right. not Saturday by Saturday
1: 1130, 1130 at night. At night right? Yeah, I only did that twice. Well, maybe uh, I, I think I could count two more times than that. <laughs> yeah. so, but if... if if we as pastors are sensitive to that, we can help our team. And I would say to all the pastors, we need to be praying for that team because that's that's a very valuable team in your church now. Even if it's just somebody that's setting up an iPhone and filming for you. Absolutely. You know, that person needs attention and help yep. and support. Make sure they got the right bracket for that. Exactly. You know, we don't need to be rubber banding something nope. to them. Flagpole or a, you know, mop panel. We need to go get, go get the, you know, $5 little attachment that'll go onto a mic stand. And yeah. Make that and work if for you're, them. if you're
0: in that boat and you're not sure of how to do that or you want to make your live stream better, call us and we will help you. Correct.
1: Correct. There's a lot of things you can do that are very in, inexpensive to bring you up to date with current ministry protocols that help you get your message out to more people. So exactly. But I'm blessed to have a great team here at our church and we're learning and we're trying to put all the information we learn out to you. And Josh did a great job with this is on his blog, jdgivens.com. Uh you can read that you can read these in detail there with a little more detail and learn a little more about him and what, what his ministry is all about and how he supports 614 through that ministry, so we'd encourage you to do that. We appreciate you guys listening in. We're coming up on our 100th episode. We are. Uh, we should be we are coming up on six that. or seven weeks from our 100th episode
0: yeah we're gonna try and do something special for that so you guys stay tuned for maybe that William for sure. Shatner can come yeah 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 us. we've launched him into space I heard so oh, maybe, is he already yeah, gone yeah we're, I don't know we're, okay. we're launching him at some point into space so maybe, well, maybe we're, Steve, we're not we're maybe not we're Curtis- just come by and do yeah, a live yeah maybe we'll get to saddle up there. the horses yeah maybe we'll make that happen so well, while you're saddling <laughs> your horses
1: you guys be very we appreciate you and keep serving the Lord be very very faithful to your church congregation uh, please take care of those sheep as the Lord intended you to do. And if you get discouraged, feel free to give us a call. We'll give you some encouragement. That's part of what we want to do.
0: All right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rescuing Churches. We hope you found all the content and dialogue helpful and inspiring. As always, And Josh. That's Stan, Silent Partner Mike. And we'll catch you guys next time. You've been listening to Rescuing Churches, a discussion for the local church and its leaders. This show is brought to you by 614 Ministries. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 614Rebuild and visit us online at 614ministries.org. Also, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcast. Thanks for listening.